0: may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week dose, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Just bet $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly, when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR DNBR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNBR to get your $200 in free bets instantaneously. Instantly. That's the same word, right? I, man, I i should not improv. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Broncos. I am Brandon. It's only week two. And yeah, you should be a little concerned that I already look like this. This is your Broncos versus Jaguars prediction episode. Last week, I pretty much nailed the Broncos' Giants predictions. The Broncos get their first September victory for Vic Fangio, escaping with a 26-16 win over the Giants. Like, I was a little too accurate which probably means I will screw this one up royally. Now, if you're new here, Jags fans, I will evaluate all of the big matchups, coach versus coach, QB versus QB, offense versus defense, and award a point or a fraction of a point to the group or player who has the advantage. Then I tally those points, and the team with the most points gets the win prediction. I've done this uh, for like five years now, and I have never been wrong. So let's do it. Broncos versus Jags. (laughs) That's good. Broncos! Uh, for weekly Broncos podcasts, predictions, game recaps, subscribe to That's Good Broncos. Today's episode is sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sports book app. Now, week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings. An official sports betting partner of the NFL now. And to kick off week two, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. And you know, DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, making it easy to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings. That is D-N-V-R to take advantage of all of DraftKings offers. And yeah, DNVR, that code, that's gonna get you those $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game this weekend. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only new customers only. Restrictions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we will start our predictions with the coach versus coach analysis at this point. This might be the biggest coach-on-coach mismatch the Broncos get all year. Vic Fangio is riding high after the offense converted three fourth downs in New York. Meanwhile, Urban Meyer isn't talking to the Denver media. Howard. He's getting mentioned over and over again regarding the USC head coaching vacancy, and rumors are trickling out already that his players don't like him. It's a tough spot to be in before you've even played a game in front of your home crowd in Jacksonville. Now, there's no question that Vic is looking like a genius next to coaches like Joe Judge, who challenged a scoring play, and Urban Meyer, whose PR operation is taking a page out of the North Korea playbook. Here's a hint, Urban. Transparency is good if there's nothing to hide. Not talking to the media just exacerbates the idea that Urban bit off a little bit more than he can chew and wants out of the NFL. As for issues on the field... There were a few big concerns for Meyer. I think he put his rookie quarterback in a bad position. Uh, Lawrence dropped back like 52 times and only handed the ball off 15 times, despite the Jags picking up five yards per carry. I don't care if you're way, way down. You still have to protect your quarterback by sprinkling in more run plays. Meyer even said it himself, saying after the game that we're throwing 51 passes. That's not where we've got to be. Uh, No one is forcing you to throw the ball 78% of the time, Urban. That's literally your call. Meanwhile, the Broncos were uh, committed to a more balanced approach last week, even when the run game wasn't producing. So credit Big Fangio for that, and Big Fangio gets the point. Broncos offense versus Jaguars defense. Now, we're all happy about what the Broncos did to the Giants on opening weekend. And Embarrassing them at home and making sure Peter Schrager never uses 9-11 as an X-factor in a game ever again. Now, there are, however, two things I need to see uh, the Denver offense do better against an even worse Jaguars defense. First, the Broncos have to run the ball more effectively early. Jacksonville allowed the Texans to force-feed 160 rushing yards down their gullets. Sure, Houston rushed it 41 times, but the Broncos will look so much more lethal on offense if they run the ball well in the first half. Without that 70-yard touchdown run by Melvin Gordon, the run game would be the biggest area of critique, in my opinion, after week one. Next, the Jags' secondary averaged 115.5 passer rating against Tyrod Taylor and the land of Misfit Toys. Teddy had a 115.7 rating against a much better defense on Sunday, so I want to see Teddy top that. But more importantly, I want to see more explosive (laughs) plays from the Broncos receivers. For me to buy into the legitimacy of this offense, they need to be in fewer fourth and Fangio situations, trademark Brandon Perna. Some of those short crossing routes need to break off for big gains, and KJ Hamlin needs to become that reliable deep threat, and he is working hard to correct that. The Jags' defense gave up a 52-yard pass play last week. The longest pass play the Giants allowed to the Broncos was just 25 yards. That was sixth best week one. If there's a mismatch, it's the Broncos' ball catchers facing who I will call the worst secondary on earth. Now, C.J. Henderson wasn't horrible in coverage but he still misses too many tackles. Shaquille Griffin, he's okay, but their depth is weak, and they are outmatched in terms of skill. Brandon Cooks torched them for 132 yards last week. Cooks is the only notable receiver the Texans have. Farrell Brown, Danny Amendola, Chris Conley. Come on! We've got Noah Fant, Albert O, K.J. Hamler, Cortland Sutton, and my key catcher for the day, Tim Patrick, and I think they're going to eat him alive. Jaguars defense, they had just one sack. If they put up a fight, I think it will be because of their pass rush. They did have an impressive 24 pressures last week, which compared to the Broncos 13 is much better. Now here's where I'm going to point out a flaw on pro football focus, and there are many. The Jags received the second worst overall pass rushing grade, but were credited with 24 QB pressures. The Raiders, who received the best pass rush grade overall, had just 28 pressures. The Steelers had 30, uh, and the same number of sacks as the Raiders, but got a worse grade. Which doesn't make sense. Anyway, edge rusher Josh Allen would be the player I'd game plan if I were the Broncos DC. That said, Broncos offense, full point advantage. And we've got the Broncos defense versus the Jaguars offense. The run defense for the Denver Broncos appears to be very stout. They were tied with the Saints at second best in terms of longest rush given up at eight yards. Saquon Barkley's big return netted just 26 ground yards. And that long eight-yard run, I believe, belonged to Daniel Jones, who I think fumbled on that same play. As much as I love the Jags underrated hero from 2020, James Robinson, I don't see Jacksonville being able to ground and pound this Denver D. Also, why the fuck do you give Carlos Hyde more carries than Robinson? If that trend continues, Urban Meyer should be forced to smoke meth with a Florida man every week, because at least then he'd have an excuse for being a fucking idiot. That said, Jacksonville won't be running against this Denver defensive front, so why even try? Von Miller, known edge rusher, is just the most damn complete edge player. He forces so many runs back inside where they get gobbled up by Mike Purcell, Shelby Harris, Draymond Jones, and those linebackers to go along with them. I'm going to call Von Miller the gobbler. The Jags need to pray for missed tackles to succeed in the run game. The Jags have the most underrated group of ball catchers in the NFL, though. Well, they're the group uh, only made up of underrated guys. Marvin Jones, underrated. Laviska Chenault, underrated. DJ Chark, underrated. James O'Shaughnessy. Well, he's just too Irish to scare me. Trevor Lawrence, once he figures out how to pass uh, behind a bottom third offensive line, he will learn to utilize these very underrated targets, assuming... They don't get down 27-7 to in the first half again. I think Urban Meyer's biggest adjustment will be calling a more balanced offensive attack. Again, 51 pass attempts for Trevor Lawrence week one. Uh, a greater recipe for failure than spaghetti with ketchup on it. You sick bastard, Patrick Mahomes. I know that sounds good to you. I do expect Trevor Lawrence to go after Patrick Sertan, as he will be playing outside in place of the injured Ronald Darby. I also think Sertan will look better, being on the field more, getting rhythm than his 15 snaps allowed. He will be targeted, not just because he's a rookie, but because Darby was targeted a lot. That's going to happen when you got Bryce Callahan and Kyle Fuller locking dudes down. Uh, So... Full point advantage for the Broncos here. Steady Teddy, Teddy two gloves, Teddy tripod, Teddy bearing the weight of all of Colorado on his shoulders. However you spin it, Teddy was terrific week one and would have been even more talked about if that bomb to KJ Hamler hit. The one question I have is can Teddy play even better or should we expect what we saw last week to sort of be the ceiling? Two touchdown passes and 300-plus yards or three-plus touchdown passes and 275 passing yards is what I'd like to see Bridgewater do to the Jags' defense. I want to see if that ceiling can be higher in terms of production in the passing game. Now, maybe that's unrealistic on my part. As per uh, pro football reference, Teddy had the fewest bad throw attempts week one. Well, he was tied for fewest. Conversely, Trevor Lawrence tied with Jared Goff for the most with 12 bad throw attempts. Looks like both of those boys were beating Goff. Also, nobody uh, called Trevor Lawrence King Shit on Twitter accompanied by an artistic rendition. 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 Ah, Rendition. Now, Trevor Lawrence is going to do a couple of things, Okay. He's going to make huge throws that move the offense. And he's going to also turn the ball over. Hidden by the fact that he threw three interceptions against the Texans is the fact that he also threw three tugs. Uh, Most of them in garbage time. But it does show that Lawrence is willing to take chances, which you might as well be on a team that's lost 16 straight friggin' games. So the Broncos can't let their guard down especially if the Broncos take the lead early. Lawrence could throw for 250-plus yards against even this defense. But that's a good thing, more likely than not, because the Jags were actually efficient running the ball last week when they actually fucking ran it. And with the excess in passing yards will also come turnovers. Now, Lawrence, I think, will embarrass Patrick Sertan once, And then Sertan will pick off Trevor Lawrence once. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater still gets the advantage. Just a half a point. Uh, But it should be a full point. Because as good as I think Lawrence can be, I don't trust a quarterback who sometimes I accidentally think that I'm sexually attracted to. And now we're moving on to our X-Factors of the game. X-Factors. 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 As always, it's tough for a team to travel two time zones east for an early game. The weather is also going to be a very strange 85 degrees with showers. I don't know why, but I feel like that favors the Jags because it promotes general chaos. Who the fuck likes hot rain? Hot rain sounds like a subgenre of pee-fetish porn videos. Next X-Factor. Next X-Factor. Next X. Next X-Factor. Urban Meyer. Will he show up? Or will he be on a plane to California accepting the USC head coaching job? Broncos fans better hope that doesn't happen because I think assistant head coach Charlie Strong gives the Jags a better chance to win than Meyer. And the final X-Factor. The last time these two teams played, the Broncos lost thanks to one of the stupidest roughing the passer calls I've ever seen, allowing Gardner Minshew to drive down the field and set up the game-winning field goal. There is no more Minshew magic to worry about, but I do believe karma is owed to the Broncos for that game. So my final prediction. Calculating. uh, Broncos win this one 31-14. Why is that number important? Well, it would mark the first time the Broncos' offense scored 31 points in the month of September since 2017 when Trevor Simeon led them to 42 against the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, thanks for watching your That's Good Broncos prediction episode. Please subscribe here on YouTube if you would like. Use code DNVR at DraftKings. And don't forget, all of these episodes are available on your podcasts. To download and listen to. Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week dose, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't miss offer. Just bet $1 on any football game this week and receive $200 in free bets instantly! No matter what. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe. It's secure. It's reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR DNBR to receive $200 Two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a one dollar bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR to get your two hundred dollars in free bets instantaneously. Instantly, that's the same word, right? I, man, I I should not improv this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be twenty-one or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 4700